Bears camp. Dawn of a new era. Cardinals training camp coverage presented by Bud Light. Wolf and Luke Middays on the Arizona Sports app and 98.7. This is the dawn of a new era. Hi, welcome back to the show. It is Wolf and Luke. Wolf is in Minnesota, but he's here with us. And Darren Urban is in Minnesota, senior writer for azcardinals.com, of course. But he's joining us right now as well. Uh, Darren, thank you for the time. I know it's been a, a busy day, especially for somebody in your position. But um, with, with the Isaiah Simmons news, you know, from, from your vantage point, how, how long has it been trending this way? I think this is something that, you know, you – you get to you get the new coaching staff in here. They start figuring out the pieces that were already on this roster and where they might deserve to play, where they might be play the best. And and that's been that's been an ongoing thing since the day they got here, looking at the film and then putting them on on the field and then watching them in OTAs and and then then training camp and mini camp and and so I don't think this was done willy-nilly by any stretch of the imagination i know there's a lot of people going well you didn't even get a chance to play there and 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 who knows maybe that's maybe that's something people should keep in mind like if if the coaches feel like it's okay to move on now and this is what they've seen and it wasn't even in any games that counted uh maybe that's that's something to note as as they make a move like this uh for a seventh round pick you know, what's amazing about it, D, to me, is just the fact that Monty Ossenford made a statement, I think, to his team as well. Um, you know what? Hey, we don't care how talented you are. We care about how you play and how accountable you are. And, you know, I just don't think that was a good fit. I think, because um, Isaiah Simmons, of course, has had a very difficult time finding a home. And I think that Monty Ossenford is sending a message to everyone else in that locker room. Um, would you agree with that? I, I do think there's a message to be had. Um, you know, Monty Ossenford said that wasn't why they were doing it. Sure. And, I, and I, do, I do think that in the end, that isn't why you do it necessarily. But if you get a byproduct out of it, it's, it's good. And, you know, it's funny, like when they moved on from DeAndre Hopkins, I think there was a lot involved there. Um, but that was a guy that obviously when he was able to play was making some plays. And unfortunately for Isaiah Simmons, he didn't make enough plays when he was out on the field and doing stuff. And, and as I told you out of practice, Wolf, I also wonder a little bit about how everything – again, this is all has to fit together. And when we're talking about two of the best players on defense for the Cardinals being Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. And if you have Isaiah Simmons out there, that might mean Jalen Thompson plays in the slot more and maybe a place that he isn't best utilized the most just to get Simmons on the field. Okay. Then maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe that's not something that this, these coaching staff wants to do. And it's, Look, I've, I've seen a lot of people on social media. I've seen a lot of fans even asking me, like, they don't understand. We're like, why wouldn't you just rush Isaiah Simmons, have him rush the passer? I mean, we, I, I just sat in a room two and a half, three weeks ago when Isaiah Simmons was at the podium saying he had told these coaches he didn't want to play linebacker, which is essentially what you would be if you're rushing the passer. I mean, I'm taking him at his word. I'm not saying he won't do that in New York. I'm not saying he couldn't make some plays like that in New York, but like the guy just said he didn't want to do that. So I think that also has to be taken into account too. 
Well, we're talking to Darren Urban. Darren, I know it's, it's just been one practice. I was looking at some of your tweets, though. It, it, it's been it was pretty well considered a much better practice all the way around. Um, have you noticed any sort of teammate reaction to this, or I guess former teammate, or what was just the the general you know team response today, or is it still too early to tell? You talk uh, with the Simmons trade. I, I think ultimately, uh, one there's shock. I mean, I think when you're in the middle of training camp and you're in the middle of between two joint practices, and all of a sudden a high profile profile player that's a teammate and a friend of a lot of these guys gets dealt. I mean, that's that's jarring. Yeah. You know, I, I think DJ Humphreys said, you know, look, I've been around a long time, so I know what the business is like. But he's like a lot of these young guys. I think it lit a fire under him because you're not expecting that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I think it was tough. Zayvon Collins talked to the media. I think there was a part of him that, that's disappointed because he was close with Isaiah. They were, they were supposed to be the inside linebackers of the future. I think, you know, a couple of those defensive backs, I heard Jalen Thompson was struggling a little bit because he was close with Isaiah. And, and I would expect that. This is, look, there are people that play this game. And uh, just like next week when we have uh, cuts on Tuesday and, and livelihoods that we're talking about, the same thing's happening. You can say what you want, whether you're pro or con Isaiah Simmons and what he was able to do here. This is a person that just had his life up, uh, uh, an upheaval in his life, and he's going to have to go across the country. And you've got friends of his that didn't expect him not to be around that now they have to deal with that. And that's all part of this equation. Your thoughts, Derb, on Josh Jones and a seventh-round pick going to Houston for a fifth-round pick? I think that felt kind of inevitable. Um, I know it was between Beecham and Josh Jones for that swing tackle position, and Kelvin Beecham had signed a two-year deal. Um, He is a steadying force, not only on the field and for this offense when he's playing, but also in the locker room, a man, a a Cardinals man of the year. And I think that that's no knock against Josh Jones, but Kelvin Beecham is that kind of person. You know, in fact, talking to Larry Fitzgerald yesterday uh, out on the practice field, he was like, do you know who the ultimate professional is? Kelvin Beecham. And he raved about Kelvin Beecham for like five minutes to me. So. I think there's a lot that goes into this, and Josh Jones is a younger tackle that was able to uh, fetch a draft pick, and, and one of those two wasn't going to play. So if you if you want Beecham around and you can get something from Josh Jones, unfortunately that's the business, and I think it's good that they, they made that play. And it's it's not that's not something that was really unexpected. You kind of anticipated something like that. We're talking to Darren Urban. Uh, Darren, you mentioned cut-down day. We're seeing teams make moves, obviously. You know, the Giants get Isaiah Simmons. That's somebody they're looking to, to do something with this year. When you look at this Cardinals team, and I'm not talking about to win the Super Bowl, but I mean just for week one against Washington, what are some areas you think they still might address before the season starts? I think, Luke, I think a lot of this is wide open. I mean, I think if the right guy comes available and they could grab him on the waiver wire, I think it, any any position, quite frankly, is is possible because this is a team that's looking to build their roster. And if they think a guy out there can help right now, even if it's not necessarily to play a lot now or to just to be depth, I think they're going to take that chance. And so, I mean, I think some of the obvious ones, cornerback, uh, maybe safety now that they dealt Simmons, uh, defensive line, uh, maybe running back. I think all those are on the table, but I really, I'm not closing the door on anything, to be honest. I think this, I think Monty Osenfort and Jonathan Gannon are looking far and wide to make this roster the best they can. And 
I don't. I don't. Th- There's very few people that are safe right now. I was world. just going to say right now. You know what, Derb is? I listen to you speak. It makes me think that you don't think they're done. Maybe. No, I don't. <laughs> right? You I, wouldn't be surprised no. at all if there was no. some other trades. That I wouldn't be surprised unfold. at other trades. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up picking when Steve Wilkes was the coach. They ended up grabbing like four guys or five guys off waivers after after final cuts. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. And obviously, if you're making that many pickups in trade or waivers, somebody here has to go. So I, I, I think there's a lot more uh, a lot more to come, potentially a lot more to come over the next few days. Yeah, that's a great point, too, because they have the high waiver priority. Darren, great stuff, as always, as expected. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Derb.